thwip, thwip, fish. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of the Finger Guns podcast where myself, hello, I'm Roscoe, Josh Thompson, Mars Thompson, and Kat talk all about Spider Man 2 in a very, very special Spider Man 2 spoiler special. Just to confirm, this is spoiler, spoiler heaviness. So if you haven't completed the game, don't listen to this. Go out, complete the game. Look, I got the platinum in this game. Okay. If I can do it, anyone can do it. So go get it, come back and have a listen. But if you have completed the game fully, 100%, we're going to go delving into the story, into the side quests, into the suits, into absolutely everything. So if you're ready, we are ready to. Let's do this. As I mentioned, I'm joined by the Mars Morales to my Peter Parker, Mr. Morris Thompson. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Is there a Spidey version of hello there? Uh, I don't really think so. They just kind of go, mm. hey. And yeah, yeah, they do, don't they? They're just nice people. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, yeah, good. Thank you, mate. Just <laughs> busy. I kind of got stuck on what I was doing there. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, all good. Thank you, buddy. Just uh, been working, playing some games. It's been nice. Been a nice chilled week. Lovely. All ready to talk. Spidey man. Oh, I'm so ready. I've been waiting for this. It's been a long time coming. And if you haven't heard, let's go right back to the beginning. The one and only Gwen Stacy. It's Kat! Hello! Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm just remembered you should have been Black Cat, really. But never mind. It's fine. It's fine. I'll take Gwen Stacy. She's got a fucking, like, pretty thick colour palette. So... Yeah, Gwen Stacy's pretty dope. Like, Into the Spider-Verse... Not into the Spider Verse. Whatever the most latest Spider Verse film is, mm. I was actually like, I felt, I felt like, or like, like I was stoned. I've, I've not been, you know, stoned for an exceptional amount of time, if ever, really. Um, but it was mesmerizing. I felt like I was looking into a kaleidoscope of those like telescopes where you would like move the. Um, thing at the end and all the gems sure. would look like stained glass windows oh, yeah God. yeah oh it's it's my favorite film of the year but i absolutely loved it yeah so i'll take gwen i'll take both of them really all right cool i understand gwen isn't in this game but i had to say something spider-man related <laughs> so there we are <laughs> and finally it's harry osborne but before the tank josh thompson oh i was so hoping to be uh spider pig but uh, I'm I'll sorry. Take, I'll, I'll take Harry Osborne. I really tried to keep it to the game, but then when Stacey fucked, up, fucked all that up. So <laughs> I really went yeah, very oh, really wrong in my own idea. So I, it, it was a waste of time for all of us. Uh, you could have said, oh, she's currently in Paris. It's Kat. Oh, see? She ends up going to Paris. Uh, Spoiler, but, you know, we're talking spoilers. She's yeah. Oh, that would have been really clever. Damn it. Never mind. Never mind. How are you, Josh? I'm all right, thank you. I'm good. Uh, it's we're like in November, so it's really cold. I don't know if you guys know this. It's pretty darn cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, got a hoodie on. I put it on before the podcast, as I said last week. Done it, doing it again for this one. I like it. Pre put pre uh, podcast hoodie, so I'm ready to talk Spider Man. Fantastic stuff. Um, all right then. So let's get. I mean, let's, let's just get straight into it. I mean, there's so much to um, discuss. I just want um, overall thoughts, though, at the top. Um, Miles Thompson, overall thoughts of Spider-Man 2. 
Uh, this was really difficult for me because the child in me who grew up watching Spider-Man and Daniel oh, oh, <laughs> um, would literally give this game a 10 out of 10. This was like wish fulfillment in its highest like feeling for me. I don't think I felt so close to being a kid again as I have playing this game, um, particularly certain portions, which we'll go into. Um, it was just a really wonderful experience. Like 2018 really blew me away, but this one for me felt better and it's kind of hard to nail down exactly why, but there was just something about how it all came together in this one. Um, that's really wonderful. Um, I think the the web slinging just feels amazing. And the story itself, I think, is for the most part very well done. Um, and the gameplay just feels more in depth, which is kind of what you hope for in a sequel. Um, so yeah, Child Me was like, it's a 10 out of 10 game. And then like objective reviewer me is like, no, it's not quite. It's not quite. But I think if I was reviewing it, I'd be hard-pressed not to give it a 10. Um, it just feels like a really fun game to play, and it has a really heartfelt, engaging story, um, which is kind of what we look for in a lot of games. So, yeah, my initial general impressions are amazing game, fully worth all of the money in the world, and, yeah, just child me was having a great time. So, yay for younger Miles finally getting the game he'd always dreamed of. Hooray <laughs> for younger Miles. Yay! <laughs> yay! <laughs> Um, Kat, what did you make of Spider-Man 2? Um, very like um, similar to Mars, really. It's I wanted it so much to be like 10 out of 10 all the way through. And there are definitely some 10 out of 10 elements. Um, there are some things that I didn't love. But um, overall, I just... There's something that like relaxes my whole spine. This is going to be a weird... like like phrase I'm about to say when I play Spider-Man I feel like my spine is the most relaxed it's ever been there's just something so soothing about it and it's the music and the floating through the air and the I love it so it's really really great to jump back in and overall solid enjoyment solid solid enjoyment um yeah fond memories of that really really happy to have jumped back in um and, and play it again well not again, but you know, have a have the you know luxury of a sequel. Um, yeah, I won't say too yeah. much more. But... It's um, I totally get what you mean. There are times where I'd be like Spider Man just to, just to swing around the sea, like for no <laughs> reason. Yeah, good good times. That it's just I, the soundtrack is just like really like I'm a fucking superhero, dude. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. Uh, Josh, what did you make of uh, Spider Man Two? Yeah, I honestly thought I was going to come in here and be the one to not like it the least because I think I think we all like it on a certain level that's like beyond uh, most games having that cohesion between us of like just a group approval, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think what Mars was saying about how when when we're kind of, I mean, we're reviewing games every month and the sort of um critique in your head the critic in your head can't help but kind of like pick things apart on a on a macro and micro level that kind of takes away some of the wonderment that spider-man does provide um i'm totally there with mars uh spider-man's probably one of my favorite if not my favorite superhero and um uh and to have a game like this which is so reminiscent of maybe of like the 90s cartoon and the ps1 games 
and um some of the comics as well that it's really hard to like uh say what's bad about it without just loving every moment regardless of it um but yeah so i know if i was going to put a number on it i think it would be somewhere in the eight and for me uh but that's not to say that i didn't enjoy every moment of it um there wasn't actually a single lull to me compared to the first game um but yeah I, i i had a really good time with it really loved it um the story is uh is something that i feel like we talked about uh a while ago kind of like the first time we saw the trailer and it didn't really veer off to where we were kind of theorizing um so i'm not like disappointed but i i guess the kind of the team behind writing spider-man 2 just had a very good idea of of what the game should be and the game that we got is something that yeah i'm gonna look at i I, well i basically finished it and thought man i cannot wait for spider-man 3 yeah big time there's Um, a little caveat on that i was on a party chat with josh at the time that he got towards the end and i swear to god i've not heard a more audible gasp of shock (laughs) than i heard come out of josh's part of the chat Yeah. yeah Yeah, we'll get into it, but uh, that final kind of 45 minutes is just astounding and um, was worth every penny of the game in my book. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was a real true worthy sequel to the original. I think um, the combat is just, it's just 10 out of 10 on its own, really. Um, When you're taking down like 15 hunters or 15 symbiotes and you're just doing it, with your controller and managing to like not get hit at any time or just the flow the just this it's just like a melody it just sits so plays so well together and it's it's never you never don't have that feeling of like holy shit i'm fucking spider-man this is awesome and that that feeling carries you throughout the entire game because it just zips by you know i couldn't believe i was so far into the game when i when i got to a certain point and you know, I, I was thinking like it was what, 31 missions, I think, 31 main missions. And I couldn't believe I was so far down the end. I thought I was just cruising. And it turns out that I had been, you know, I couldn't really put the controller down and I was having such a great time. I think I prefer the story in one to this. Um, that's, again, just a personal thing. Um, I don't think it hit me on the same emotional level as Spider-Man 1 did. Um, I know that every great Spider-Man story has to involve something or someone in Peter's life being hurt or injured or turned bad or something. And um, of course, this plays on that uh, very, very well. But I think the the connection that Peter had with Doc Ock in the first one, for me, was more of a, almost like more of a connection than Peter and Harry. This might, this might just be me, but, you know, it was it was like, you know, Harry was in that tank and then sort of just sort of came out of nowhere. I was like, Hey, Oh, he's all right. But he's got, you know, obviously he's got the, um, the symbiote suit, but he's, you know, that, that idea that he was generally very, very ill. I don't think they ever really, um, they never really kind of took that to the, to the nth degree and it kind of fizzled out by the end, but it was just a, I really loved the ending. You know, I really loved the way it, the way it finished. And I can't like, I'm Josh. I can't wait to play Spider-Man three. I loved, near everything about this game except for 
that feeling at the end. I didn't have that kind of emotional feeling in the pit of my stomach, um, which I was really hoping for. Uh, and so I think they basically ended it the same way they ended the first one. <laughs> and that, to me, kind of, um, it plays out because like three's not going to play out in the exact same way because at the end of one, we were wondering what was happening to Harry. And now at the end of two, we're wondering what's happening to Harry. And so it's like, it's, there is, there is something there which I didn't quite connect to as much as the first one, but I mean, overall, it's a, it's an absolutely fantastic experience. And um, yeah, I would highly recommend it to anyone. It's definitely an eight for me. Um, I don't think it goes any higher, but it was a, uh, it was a superb experience. It's like the the greatest eight I'll ever give in my life. <laughs> I think because um, the, the story really, really had me uh, hooked. And then it just, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, it just held off me in the end, which was a shame. But um, other than that, yeah, it was. It, it's a fantastic game, and one that has to be played and completed by near everyone, because you'll have an absolute blast. Because being Spider Man, just there's nothing cooler, I don't think, in video games than being able to actually be Spider Man and uh, explore New York the way that you do. So uh, yeah, all right. So those are the thoughts on Spider Man Two. Um, I'm sure we'll get into it. We could probably have. Um, an open discussion. In fact, let's uh, let's let let's not mute it. There we go. Let's have an open floor. I love the open floor podcast. Oh, Those are the best ones. Night. Oh yeah. So um, we've got you know we've got the whole story to, to sort of delve into. Where would you like to start? Want to start at the end, like Tarantino? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, Harry's pretty is like the biggest point of it. I guess is like yeah. his story from start to finish, kind of what we started thinking about when trailers were dropping that we knew he was about who was going to be Venom, uh, how it ended up being and um, kind of the differences that I was kind of surprised by as well. Uh, I think it could be worth talking about. I don't know if anyone else had sort of differing views if they did, if they were surprised that it was Harry or if anyone kind of, um, saw it coming like everyone like i did as well yeah i mean unfortunately uh brian Tarr let it slip that it was harry sort of weeks before the game came out oh really oh did he yeah. oh, um, i didn't see that to be fair it was um it was that it wasn't a, a conference was it it was a tokyo game show when they released the box art for the game um... yeah and here's um, where you fight Harry. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was some concept art of like Venom fighting uh, Peter and Miles, and the and, and the host went, um, "So who's Venom?" And he went, "Oh, it's Harry Osborn." I was like, "What? You just you just did that slip? What? You can't just say that." <laughs> so yeah, unfortunately, I was kind of aware of that, and so I'm waiting for the uh, the suit to appear. But um, uh... other than I, I did like how it was played out. It was very very methodical and. There was always something. There was always that question: was like, "Well, Harry's instantly better. How has that happened?" And yeah. we know, oh, okay, it was because he's got the symbiote suit. But the symbiote suit didn't ever really, until the end, wasn't didn't feel like it, it suited Harry. I don't think the symbiote suit wasn't. It, it felt like it was looking for a new host. Does anyone else think that? Or was that just me? I think the no, point of Venom uh, yeah. is he's always looking for the strongest host he can. And at the time that he had Harry the first time, he obviously didn't understand the power and like how to use him. So he couldn't really like Venom couldn't like get a grip of him. Whereas once he's gone to Harry and then I mean to Peter, and then once he swaps back to Harry, Harry's in a place of like he's ready to be consumed by it. Mm. Like he's a he's the easiest possible host. 
sure. and he's ready to just let Venom take control. Um, I think that's why it goes back to Harry so quickly after trying so long to try and get him back to Harry. They're like, well, no, because Peter's still wanting to be succumbed. And then all of a sudden, Harry is like, no, I'm ready. I'm going to take this to the to the nth degree. So Venom senses that and is like, yep, yeah, cool. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. It's kind of like the science thing of like the easiest and the most effective host. And Harry becomes that as he gets angrier and more willing to let Venom basically do whatever he wants. Yeah. And and um, obviously, I think uh, Venom, a, a part of Venom does gain some of uh, Peter's powers through through symbiosis, which is like mm. kind of the whole thing that that's why he, you know, gets the... Um, the spider logo on his suit that's kind of like the old school traditional um story is that he only gets that because he's been to peter first um but yeah you see it from the start that as soon as um harry and peter make kind of like contact there is like this like pulling towards peter through venom that is like weird at the start and then you kind of see why because he knows how powerful he is and stuff like that how did you feel really, about... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was going to say, I really liked how they started to display. It was really weird because I'd said it to Josh on Party Chat, like, I don't know, like minutes before it was actually revealed. Um, because I was just a bit like, has have has the actor who plays Peter changed his voice? Because he sounds a bit pissy. Like, he sounds like he's, <laughs> he's like this. Oh, Miles, what are you doing? Oh, And I was like, oh, I wonder if this is a subtle... This is now not really Peter. And I really liked how they did that because they didn't so overtly do that with Harry straight away. Um, it, you kind of only really see it when it when it's when it's got Peter. Um, and I really liked how they did that. I thought that was really clever, and I really liked the subtlety of that. Um, and then like the, that realization there that shit, like this mm. is this is what's happening. He's being succumbed, and and now there's going to be that fight. Um, between the Peter Parker we know versus Venom and that kind of uh, merge, which we eventually see between Venom and Harry. Yeah, and it was a great um, performance by Yuri Lovato. I thought to he was amazing to um, to make us feel like, well, Peter Parker's a dick because mm. <laughs> he's like he's not. He's like the least dickish person ever, and he's like he's obviously like Peter Parker, so he's super kind, he's super friendly. Um, he's got the biggest heart, and so to for, to turn him into like, oh, I've got to go save Miles. It's always on me. Why do I have yeah. to do everything? I was like, this guy's like, fucking oh. pissy all of a sudden. <laughs> like, what's going to fucking go? <laughs> yeah, I really but... love the um, you know, the mission from the demo where you like chase after the ships or whatever across the river, and um, you like save a civilian at the end, and he drops down with the civilian. He literally just throws them onto the floor, and he's like, "God, why do I have to save everyone?" And I was like, "Oh my god, that's so funny!" <laughs> I got this. You stay here. Yeah. I was like, "Wow, yeah. okay, Peter. Someone needs a wank. Just calm down, bro. Okay, <laughs> let's relax." Um. Yeah. How did you feel about um? Peter, particularly to MJ, because their relationship became very fractured as the um the game went on. He, he was had a bit of a bravado around her that wasn't kind of uh, that we weren't used to, I suppose. Well, she uh, she held her own eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was that there was that great sequence of um, Venom chasing MJ through the tunnel, uh, which was awesome. Mm. 
Um, and also when she becomes like super symbiote herself. Okay, yeah. Can we talk about uh, Scream for a second? Literally. Oh my god. She's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I didn't know where this was going. I didn't expect it to go there. <laughs> um, I remember talking to a friend because I didn't have any idea about Scream at all. I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who don't read comics. I'm very sorry. I, know yeah. I, I will do in the future. Um, but he said he dropped his controller like on the floor <laughs> when Scream turned up, and he was like, "I never thought I'd see Scream in a video game ever." Um, or even in a movie or anything. And he said the fact that it was MJ was absolutely incredible. Yeah. And yeah, Scream was really pissy as well. And I think oh, that's something yeah. to be said, isn't there? It's like there's there's also, and if you want to get really deep about it, but like there's also that sense of like there's the bravado in this man and he's, oh, poor him. He's the superhero of the city, which people can empathize with without the Venom thing of like, yeah, he doesn't really get a life. He doesn't get a job. He doesn't get to enjoy his relationship. But then there's the inner workings of MJ who's trying to support her grieving boyfriend or who she perceives to now be her grieving, struggling boyfriend. But Scream is everything that woman wants to say to him, which she can't because it's it's her grieving boyfriend. So this idea of like, and you don't get a job and I've got to fucking go to work every day and where the fuck are you? You're fucking nowhere because you're a piece of shit and I don't fucking <laughs> need anybody. Like, that was just amazing because I was just like, I'm beating the shit out of her but she's fucking giving me some shit and actually, <laughs> I, you know, he kind of fucking deserves to hear it. So I kind of just wanted to like stop for a little bit and be like, do you know what, girl? Just give it to me because you know what? I've been a shitty boyfriend. <laughs> like, you know, you say your piece, girl. You, you, you get it out. You get it out because if you're going to have to turn into a symbiote to get this out, Really, I should give you the time of day. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, fair. Um, so, which I really, I did enjoy. I did really enjoy that that sequence. And I think that was really cleverly directed. And I think it was very cleverly written. Um, I guess, on one sense, you could have the argument of, oh my God, they turned her into a, like, banshee. Um, but we know, really, it's, it's this that idea of he's grieving, he's struggling, he's mentoring, he's got this job, he's got a sick best friend. She's trying to hold down the fort. He's, you know, Harry's now taken the one thing that actually was probably holding Peter together a little bit. Um, yeah. And is his kind of like collateral almost like that. That's kind of one of the last things that he has. He has other than Harry himself. Um, and the fact that then MJ starts spitting truth. Oh, oh. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that bit. It was quite the rap battle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like James Corden, David Schwimmer rap battle. <laughs> I was thinking more Eminem and Cypher, but fine. Yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, fine, James yeah. Corden as well. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to James Corden, pimp daddy himself. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I really love that whole screen sequence. I think it was perfectly timed. I think it ended at the right time as well. I think yes. that too much of Scream MJ may have been a bit overboard, but um, yeah, yeah, they 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 seem to the time that sequence really really well. And she wasn't easy either. She was a bloody pain in the ass. Yeah, no, she wasn't. Those verbal assaults, man, they're powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah cut you over words. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But she was a she was a she was I. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no. Sorry. I was gonna say I have a question that kind of like segues into the idea of her being 
path and this is something that maybe I didn't didn't love so much and I know that Miles and Josh are like yeah I didn't mind it but Ross I'd be interested to get your opinion how did you feel because this is something that very insomniac haven't really done um in the spider-man games not to my knowledge anyway Mm -hmm. um it wasn't in one um that like every boss level had like four fucking rounds did that great on you did it did you enjoy it what was what was the experience like for everyone i didn't mind it so much the only the only one that annoyed me was lizard like I was so <laughs> I was so done with that fight. Yeah. Like twenty minutes before it ended. Fucking crocodile. And it was just the sequences in between it were fine. You know, it was like like pull on this grate in order for the air to come through. And I listen, he would never walk over the grates like not even once, and it really irritated me. <laughs> and so I had to just like deal with just you know the normal tactics. But yeah, um, it did. There were a few that were like, okay. I've beaten this person already now. Yeah. Let's just, let, let, let's just chill. But Lizard was the one for me that was the worst, but I don't, I don't know. It kind of worked with Venom because it was, uh, it was Peter and Harry shouting at each other. Yes. Really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and they had a lot to get out. And so that, that kind of worked, I think, but yeah. Um, maybe, maybe the fight with Mr. Negative. I think that went on a bit too long as well. Uh, yeah. Was, negative. Yeah. That's I true. Just didn't really care for him as a character. I know he's important to Miles, but it was like, Okay, I've done Mr. Negative already. That like last time. Let's let's just crack on. Uh but yeah. Um 50 50, I suppose, on that, I guess. Mm. There were some that weren't too bad, but others that were, yeah, that were like okay. I, I got things to do, guys. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>, I <like, laughs> got a fucking city to save. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um it was that first fight with Craven, I think, that was like, oh great, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill Craven. This is awesome. Yeah. And then and then it ended up being a fight between Mars and Peter, which, which was really cool. It was a lovely twist, but it was like very cool. Really yeah, it was like that. I want to really wanted to kill Craven. Obviously, Craven died in a very cool way, but it was like mm. it was um that was irritating. Although, yeah, like we say, that Mars and Peter fight was phenomenal. Yeah, that was really interesting. That was top five for me. Highlights. You had a top five highlights. I mean, no, I haven't really thought of my top five thoroughly. But if I was to put something in the top five, that would be one of them. Okay, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. You just gave me a thought of like, oh, I'm going to go around the room. Top five for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the whole game. Um, Josh, what did you make of the uh, the Miles versus Peter fight? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we saw it coming. There was no one else that could snap him back in a way that Miles could uh, be it the most powerful there, the closest to Peter there that can understand his, um, his spidey issues, I guess. Um, and... Yeah, I think it just spoke to more of the relationship and spoke to maybe how Miles is becoming the main Spider-Man of this story. Um, I know it doesn't feel like it in this game, but by the end, you kind of get this sense that, well, not even a sense, like, by the end, Peter basically says, like, go on, you can go do it. I'll I'll be me for a minute. Like, that sort of... Uh, I, don't, honest, I don't think it's a passing of the torch because... Um, it's not like Peter says, like, you need to be here. I can't do this anymore. It's just like a, a natural sense of progression through Miles being like the better Spider-Man um, with his yeah. with his powers and his innate sense of like ability. And um, I think he's still got that in him that Peter hasn't um, in terms of like, I know his life is in a shambles throughout it, but he has that 
um, Spider-Man uh, feeling, like in his mind, like it's 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 a weird thing to like articulate, but to me, Spider-Man has not rules in his head, but he has like a code in his head of like where he, what he wants to do, how he'll do it, and what he'll uh, do to get it, and if that means palming off a friend for the night to save New York, like he'll do it, like that's not a problem and stuff like that. And Miles is in that place right now where he he can uh, give up things to kind of uh, be the hero and he doesn't mind it. Um, uh, and I just think he's got, yeah, it's a different angle. It's a different kind of Spider-Man because um, he's known by pretty much everyone <laughs> that he's close with that yeah. knows who he is but there isn't this sort of like secrecy it's about community and his set and his like agency of building a community and being that person for other people including peter is like what really sells that fight i think because he's not trying to defeat a bad guy he's trying to help his friend um you think that's and... why his um his suit at, at the end just let his hair because completely free. Therefore, that's who I am anyway. Doesn't matter. Uh, I think it. Uh, now that I've seen that it can be on sale, the whole suit uh, at, on Adidas.com. Um, I don't know if Adidas threw some money their way to be like, can you just make a suit with his like kind of stuff on it? With you can, actually, on it. you can actually buy the suit. Yeah, you can buy like um, what are they called? They're not like shirts, but they're like undershirts or like kind of like Under Armour type shirts. Where it's like a sport, uh, okay, like a vest. like a sports shirt. No, because yeah. it's long sleeve, but it's like one of those that you wear to sweat in or whatever. Oh, yeah, like yeah. you can you can buy like a Mars Morales top, which is his top from the suit. And you can buy the shoes and you can buy the shorts as well. So it's kind of like, all right, well. <laughs> mm. um, so I kept the suit on because I hate because as much as I hated it, I uh, have to stick to the canon within the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, I'm totally with you on that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it felt like a shameless ad, unfortunately. But yes, in the grander scheme of things, there is, despite how it looks, it is about him being his own Spider-Man with his own sort of set of rules and uh, how he sees, how he pictures Spider-Man should be if someone else to how Peter did. And in that, in a sense, it makes a better Spider-Man overall. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is the beauty of Mars's, um Mars's interpretation of Spider-Man, I think. Um, do you find it strange that they both have the same superhero name? So I know they kind of talk about it briefly in the game, but it wasn't until that moment. I thought, you know, it is weird. They're both called Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. That is me. Maybe it's just me. But... No, I, I get what you mean. Because obviously, it's almost like, oh, you're just copying me. But like mm. at the same time, in the context of like old all the comics and the origin of the comics, like he was Spider-Man in that world, without a Peter Parker Spider-Man. Sure. So there's like, I I just I actually really dug that they just called him both Spider-Man, and in the subtitles you would have the different mask on it, because that yeah. just solidifies the point that they're both Spider-Man, but they're both their own person as well. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Miles, do you think realistically Mars could beat Peter in a fight? Um, I think with his powers that he's developed, 
uh yes <laughs> um yeah i think the way they've gone about it with this is to show that it was like i felt like the theme of the game was about corruption because if you watch like each of the characters arcs they all go through some sort of corrupting influence so like well, miles like is... the last of us part two am i right 10 out of 10 yeah but this one did it actually properly so uh <laughs> <laughs> didn't spend about 40 hours explaining it yeah we didn't spend 20 hours at the same point over and over and over and over, the, and over the again. equivalent of the last of us part two would have been peter being emo for the entire game and then never getting any resolution to it <laughs> wow <laughs> um so yeah the whole theme of the game to me felt like corruption so like miles goes through it uh for revenge against martin lee for what he obviously did to his family um peter goes through it because of the guilt he feels of the people who are being harmed along the way because he's not because he's following that code that josh mentions and obviously venom ends up playing on that and the same with harry his is about survival just like the basic instinct of not wanting to die um and even mj goes through one because as part of her and Peter's kind of arc as the game progresses, she's kind of a dick at one point where she knows that Peter is under the influence of this suit and knows that he's in a really bad place. And then she posts that article to the bugle. Um, and it felt for me like, I was like, either this is really out of character or this is part of the theme of everybody's got this kind of corrupting influence going on in this game and they're all working through it. Um, and that felt like MJ's to me of, it was kind of that thing of she wants the job so badly she was willing to, sacrifice a bit of the relationship or peter's well-being even knowing mm. that what she was posting wasn't true because it effectively says something like spider-man's gone off the rails that's so interesting that you interpreted it like that because i didn't interpret it like that it's I, only that one bit i felt like it had nothing to do with her job i felt like she knew something wasn't right and so to push it to push the boundaries she called him out because that's the one thing, because he felt yeah. protected 100% with MJ, that, that she would, you know, always be there, always protect him, always show him grace, always, you know, oh my God, Peter can do no wrong. Peter can be this because my Peter's Spider-Man and and that, and she'll protect his anonymity, what the fuck? She'll protect him from being anonymous. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, um, um, I interpret it as this side to her knowing deep down that this is not her Peter and her breaking that boundary to say, actually, I'm, I'm going to call you out on it because I'm going to do the one thing you wouldn't expect me to. I don't think it had anything to do with her job. Interestingly, you really interpreted it like I, that. I think you're both right, to be honest. Yeah. I think the reason I thought is because in the build up to that section, she goes on and on about desperately needing this job at the Bugle, needing to oppress Jonah. She needs the peace or whatever. And then she knows that Jonah basically hates Spider-Man. So it's like an easy win. And it's the thing that she hadn't kind of done before. Um, and it But she asked me... him to read it and he fell asleep. Yeah, I know. And like, I'm not like against the idea of it. And this is why I think it was actually included as part of her arc as opposed to like... Because initially I was like, this almost feels like out of character for MJ. Like the but way it is. is. That's the point of it, I think. And that's why I think Scream happens of that whole rage is that she asks for one thing. Can you just read this? Because she has given everything for her grieving boyfriend that she's not allowed to say boo to a goose for. And then he treats her like shit. So she's like, do you know what? Fuck it. Do you know? Like she knows something isn't right. So she's like, I, I'm done now. Like I'm done protecting you because you won't even read my article, which you know is important to me. And I've done everything that's important for you. 
Like, uh, yeah. like uh, Ellie and Abby. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so, Shut up, Ross. <laughs> the only child is angry. I think the only reason that I took a little bit of thing about it is like posting it to like hundreds of thousands or like however many people are basically going to read that. If you think about it in that context, yeah. you're... But that's, that's, that's how much it... That's what the stakes are. And I think that's kind that, of a shitty thing to like... do regardless. Like it's still a horrible thing. But I think to do she to knows someone. it's shitty, and I think she's doing it to get that reaction. Yeah, to be go- like snap like the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. denoted. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Exactly but I still don't think that's are. the that's not like a good person thing to do. Which obviously is why I think it's part of like her like. But I think she's doing it with the best um, of intentions to show him. Look at what the consequences to your actions are. Like it, she yeah. knows it's not him. She knows I this isn't Peter. Peter. I think Peter had done enough for her to get a free hit in, mm. and that was that. That was yeah, that. Like, because it, it's a bit of it's a bit of give and take. Like, oh, if you can do this and this and this, like I can do this, and hopefully it will help you. But at the same time, mm. like, I kind of want to shove it in your face a little bit. And also, as well, like in the sense of like, well, if you're not going to help me, um, then I'll then I'll fucking help my help my help myself. But also, she's not technically to the public. She's not hiring Peter. She is, but she's not to the bugle and no. she's not to... And that's why, because she's attacking Spider-Man. She's not out in who is who he is identity yeah. and this is why. I, I think it's a goading thing. I think it's like, a, this is my... If, you know, if you can't, you know... You can't have, what's that? More like, uh, Beyonce thing. If you can't have me at everything, why don't you just have nothing? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. But it is interesting to see how people did interpret that because I, I don't think you're probably alone miles but i've seen quite as a, a bit as about a it woman online. i don't think and also because of the scream dialogue i don't know that's why i've interpreted it well i think thing this is, is like, probably one of the most human relationships we've seen in like a game mm. whilst yeah definitely hero came at, at the most because I, I think just the it's a realistic depiction of a relationship like yes most a lot of relationships they'll have a lot of things that they don't want to say and it but reaches breaking point it'll, she it'll took be her used hit. in an argument <laughs> yeah mm. and she took that's a free what, hit by trying happened. to not like directly hit him but she hit spider-man instead that was her yeah. i'm not gonna hurt you but i will i will show you what what the damage you're doing is um because if you don't give a fuck then fuck you i'll do it by myself because i do everything by my fucking self because you won't even fucking read it um versus yeah you know the scream fuck you fuck this fuck that i'm amazing in your shit <laughs> i really enjoyed like the scream section and like yeah. that part to me felt well earned i I don't know there was something yeah. about that section they said that um i think it was in one of the developer like interviews they did they said they did have to cut certain sections um in order to oh. incorporate others and a part of me wonders if that section maybe was meant to have a couple of missions around it that was supposed to like flesh out that transition from MJ. Like we see the frustrations, but to mm. me it felt like quite a leap to go from being frustrated to outing Spider-Man in front of like the entire city. Oh. Um, and so I did wonder if maybe there was like a, a mission or two planned around that area that was supposed to like build that bridge. Because the Scream section, like you said, it totally like contextualizes how she reaches that point but that happens afterwards and i was like i kind of needed that context before this a little bit um and that was my only thing about the story is that part there just felt a bit like it just didn't sit like it was either out of character or it just felt i don't know just didn't quite sit right personally um i've seen some 
Well, sorry, Josh. I feel like outside of Coney Island, she was pretty pied off every single time. Yeah. Peter had a reaction. Maybe just not in touch with your feminine side, Miles. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm part of the problem. <laughs> like a lot of it was kind of that, that same old adage of, oh, I've just got to do spidey business. Sorry, MJ. Mm. Which is like what we've seen like endlessly in every single iteration of Spider-Man. Mm. He's got to do his duties as opposed mm. to seeing his uh his partner but and it's also yeah. double-ended with his new best pal miles because it's oh no sorry i've got to call harry oh harry's calling i'll see you later yeah. like you can see yeah. it in in all of his relationships other than with harry um you know and even miles vocalizes it quite um outwardly of like oh i guess he doesn't need me anymore i guess well guess i'll just call harry then um and maybe it's a bit more fleshed out between that dynamic verbally um but yeah, I do. I do agree. There's there's all this like subtle pieing of MJ, where when you think about the context of what she's having to handle and hold and and deal with, and the stress, I think yeah. I'd turn into scream too. And I think there's a, <laughs> there's a definite thread within it, and like the Miles sections, like you said, I actually think they fleshed out that dynamic. Yeah, they do. I think they better. agree with you. Yeah, um, and I think that's why, like, because I've seen like some reaction. And obviously, MJ in the first one had reaction, which was bad, um, and in this one, it's been the same. And a lot of the criticism has been of her character, which I don't think is justified whatsoever. But I do think in that section, Insomniac didn't help themselves by necessarily like contextualizing. It as well as they did with Miles. I think they put more time and effort into showing that mm. um, as opposed to just telling. Whereas I think with yeah, MJ's definitely. part and that bit, they just tell. Um, but I think the relationships, like you said, Josh, in this game, um, I think they're some of the most well-written relationships in a game like we've seen. Yeah, um, I agree. I know you guys said that Harry didn't quite click for you quite as much, but for me, that sequence towards the end with harry and um peter when peter's desperately trying everything he can to save him like that really got me and yeah it, it was sad it really I, kind of like took me by surprise i want harry the voice of harry to win an award this year yeah genuinely i think he's the best uh, like the best acting out of the whole bunch that were all excellent but i think the actor who played harry did so much with like I don't want to say so little but he had one game to establish himself and for us to care as him and the writers did an amazing job the game did a really good job but his performance was like amazing um to like sell kind of like how we should feel about him mm. yeah I, totally I really agree. felt for Miles in that scene that. as well um that very very final scene where Miles is the one who actually saved him despite the fact that Miles could have done an MJ and just gone fucking like, you know what, fuck it. But I have every opportunity to get my best friend, my mentor, my master, my thing back, but he didn't. He didn't do any of that. He said, you know what? Like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna try it. I'm just gonna do it because he then, that's kind of like an evolving thing where actually he genuinely gets to help Peter and it's not through the instruction from peter this is a, a decision that he has made this is the start of him making his own decisions on how to deal with certain things that maybe peter didn't think of and obviously in 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 
prior experiences peter's running the show he's doing the mentoring he's go mm. here do that meet me here but this is the one thing that miles made that active decision on and it panned out and he saved his best friend do you know what i mean like it, it worked out and he, he... if if sorry if the game had ended with miles letting harry die this game would have been a 10 out of 10 for me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's not yeah. a spider-man thing to do well, as in like yeah. he has a scene where you see him think about it and leave it like well, breaking like bad like it's meant yeah. to be like a juxtaposition it's isn't like, it of the mind peter yeah. is peter's mind bitch and just 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 let him right inside <laughs> venom and then it all goes fade to black right at the end sorry i don't know directed what by, anymore directed by no drop his hand yeah. and he has like little electrics and then he just chooses to like let them go yeah and it's you very much like, like, um... like this didn't you <laughs> no, and it's it like says a... at the end to be continued and that's it oh <laughs> it's like the, uh, like the breaking bad episode where he lets um the fucking girlfriend d- overdose well walter white sees the girlfriend overdose and lets it and walks out yeah yeah I mean, this is an insomniac game, so that would never happen because it's all happy <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. But it's like, oh man, I just wish they just. Now you've said it. that, I really want that. I really want that to happen. <laughs> that but would have been such a cool ending. Well, there you go, Miles versus Peter, like the ultimate brawl in Spider-Man Three. <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. Spider-Man Civil War. Yeah, exactly. I think. Um, I think. Miles? Oh, am I still here? You are now. We lost you there for a second. Sorry, internet was unstable apparently. Uh, sorry, I'll try that again. Um, I think they've set Miles up as the hero of the whole story. To be honest, he's the one who overcomes his oh bit on yeah. yeah, he goes through the whole redemption thing with Martin Lee, which I was actually quite a fan of. I really like the fact that. Martin Lee is the example of Peter's going through this whole guilt thing of all the people he's locked away either escape or kill more people or hurt more people. It's kind of that Bat- Batman dilemma. Um, but Martin Lee is the example of why they don't kill people because he was the one that was redeemed. Um, mm. And the fact that he then comes in clutch and he's the reason that Peter and Miles can end up defeating Venom, I think is really nice in the way they told that story. Um but a lot of Miles's missions are all about his inner grappling with his own stuff and his own belief. Like the Mysterio missions tied in really nicely to it. Um, and he's the one who saves Peter from himself. You know, MJ tries the the nuclear tactic, but Miles is the one who doesn't really give up on Peter and he's determined to do something to make it right. Um, and he saves Harry at the end as well. I just feel like Insomniac really wanted Miles to come into his own as his own hero. And I yeah. think every important plot point, you can't escape the fact that it's Miles who is the direct reason that it somehow works out because Peter on his own just can't do it. Um, and even with MJ, like when Mar- when Peter's going off the rails and Miles is the one to be like, no, nope, we'll fix it. It's fine. I won't give up on him kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I really liked that they did that for his character. Um, it I would seem Miles that this game, but... yeah, it would seem that Miles is going to be front and center for the next one. Yeah. Um, and they built that up. Great time. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Peter will be around. I'm sure he'll still be in the game very, very oh, largely. But he's getting pulled out of retirement. All right, hundred oh, percent. Sure. <laughs> he's making a comeback. Right, shower. Uh, yeah. Going just going back to um, Peter and MJ. There was that. There was that moment where uh, Peter had lost the Venom suit. They 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 contained it, and uh, he called MJ, and he was like, "Hey, it's me." And she was like, "Oh, you sound chirpier." I was like, "Yeah, I am." 
the scene's gone. Everything's cool now. So yeah, we're we're good, right? And everybody's like, yeah, we're good. So th- like that was the end of that entire confrontation. Yeah. And that kind of irritated me a little bit. Because <laughs> like I know that I know that she let him have it when he when she was screened, but it would have been nice for MJ herself to actually sort of lay some on him at the same time. You know? There should have been like a debriefing to that, shouldn't there? That's where I think some of the like extra content was missing there, where there was like there needed to be some kind of debrief or like final outburst to get that all cleared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was just one of the one of the smaller things. Uh she was all craven. Craven the hunter. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Um yeah, a very interesting character. I think a little underused. Perhaps mm. a bit underutilized um with his unlimited army of endless fucking hunters. Um how did you feel about uh Craven in the game? Uh Miles. I liked Craven. I thought he was a really well established character. Um I think like you said, the amount of hunters he has makes no sense. It's just like this never ending stream <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, but it's video game logic, isn't it? It's just endless bad guys. It was like the side quest with the flame people as well. I was like, how the fuck have you got so many like crazy cultists in one place? <laughs> like this doesn't happen. Video games, man. Video games. Um but yeah, I think Craven they established really effectively by having him kill off other villains straight away. You're yeah. like, oh, okay, this guy's mm. not coming here to fuck around. Like, this doesn't happen in comic book universe usually. Um, I think the as it kind of progressed, I kind of wondered where it was going because they obviously build him up as the big bad, and I got to like sixty percent through, and I was like, I haven't even seen Venom yet. Where the fuck is this going? And there was a point where I thought Craven was going to become big venom actual venom um, oh god that would have been cool that's why i thought they were gearing up to like i thought obviously this is the real spoilers now but when you were fighting um as harry against craven i thought they were going to do a thing where he was then going to get the suit off of harry somehow mm. um and i thought that was going to be the big final showdown um but i actually liked the way they handled his whole thing he's a big intimidating presence he doesn't do a whole lot. He just keeps randomly hunting people and then keeps failing to hunt the Spider-Men, even though they keep foiling him at every turn. Um, but then the fact that you don't defeat him as the Spider-Man, I think is like a really interesting like take on it. Because again, Peter's whole thing is that he doesn't get rid of the people who do the most harm. Um, and the game solves that by showing, well, the symbiote was right. Look, he killed him in one fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's a really epic like showdown. Uh, it felt really satisfying to play. And again, child me, if I'd have known that I'd eventually get to play a game this uh, this amazing as Venom and have like a whole move set and get to like burn through hundreds of people doing it, I sound like a like psychopath. Um, I'd have been a very happy kid. Venom was also one of my favorites, so like that was real like wish fulfillment. Mm. Um, but yeah, I feel like Craven was well utilized. And I like the fact they didn't try to make him more than what he was. They gave him a backstory. They explained his motivation, which is just he wants to go out on his own terms, getting killed by the biggest, baddest thing he can find. Um, and then they didn't center like an emotional hook around him. They kept it to all the other characters. Um yeah. so I feel like they really used him effectively. And then it was almost the like fact- he wasn't a bad guy, isn't it really? Yeah, he's just a big dude who's really unwell and is going to die anyway and just wants to go out being killed by something better. And I was mm. like, I mean, a bit extreme, especially having thousands of hunters rally to you somehow. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I guess I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Um, and then, yeah, you get to mash his face in as Venom. So, you know, pretty uh, satisfying in the end. That whole sequence, when it when it went, like, 
press square to attack and like your venom you're like oh shit here we go (laughs) i couldn't believe it i was like no they're not fucking doing it there's no way and then like as you go through more rooms and it's like oh now you have this ability i was like fuck off this isn't even like a two minute (laughs) section this is a whole sequence i'm ready um yeah yeah, it was awesome it was awesome they were really really good for doing that um yeah i guess same question really did you how did you feel about craven's part of the whole story yeah, I I like um Miles was saying, I really liked how his initial storyline is his kind of killing well, f- trying to find the best and, and he ends up like picking them off one by one. And I thought, fucking hell, where's this gonna go? Um, like you like you said, Ross, I think he was a little bit underutilized. There was a lot going on, wasn't there, with like mm. between Harry and the Colts and Craven, and Craven became the pinnacle for a really, really long time until he wasn't, and I thought that was really good. Um but yeah, I think yeah, it's a tricky one because it's like I felt like I didn't really see him too much, but then I felt like yeah, that was cool. I I ended up doing the um, storylines with the um, bases really far after. Like I think I finished it post Craven dying, so right. for me, didn't give a shit that his family were involved. I was a bit like. Meh. And that had like yeah. no hype to me whatsoever. It was just a bit like I wasn't really invested in that. I felt like that could have been tied in a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, just because there was no threat for me there because I was like, well, he's fucking dead. So it doesn't really matter, does it? And at one point they were really hyping up that you were going to fight his family. And I was like, yeah. oh shit, it's not just going to be like this. But because I'd finished it post him dying, I was a bit like, and then it just comes to nothing. And I'm like, right, could we... I've not done something else there. Like, did we have to have the fist <laughs> type bases for a dead guy? I don't know. Like, um, so yeah, middling really. Like, don't really know what to think about it too much. Kind of like happy, but also, yeah, I kind of agree with you. There's sometimes a sense of was there too much going on that he didn't get enough spotlight? Mm, there was a sequence. I mean, there was a brilliant sequence. It was Miles escaping um, the hunter camp. Um, which leads into obviously the fight with Mr. Negative. That whole mm, sequence was yeah, fantastic. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I really like that. That slow when they're at the entrance and there's like all the the big like the graph guys in front mm. of you, and you have to walk very slow. You're like, what the oh, fuck am I walking yeah. into? <laughs> and then you just think in your head, and like it looks all tribal and looks all holistic. It's like yeah. I'm going to fight Craven. I'm going to fight Craven. Yeah. Oh my god! And then it's just Mr. Negative, and like, oh, well, that is negative. That was a real <laughs> kind of blow to my feelings there. This is what I but... mean. Like, not everybody needed to have four fucking rounds. And actually, I think it would have worked so much better to have Craven and Venom have like four rounds. MJ didn't need them or Scream. You know, Lizard didn't need it. But I think, you know, if you're going to pose someone having super strength, you know, make that thing. You know, yeah. don't make the other things have a thing and then, you know, Craven, do you know what I mean? Because then it's even more powerful that his fucking head gets ripped off. Because then you mm. really know the threat as opposed to being like, oh, well, I'm on my fourth fourth round of my fourth boss and it's just like, <laughs> I like. Um, um, I, I did like the bit when Craven realised that Venom was basically the one that was going to kill him. Um, yes. He kind of looked him up yeah. and down and was like, at last. <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the Spider Man were never going to kill Craven. Um, that wasn't no. part of the. Uh, that was was never going to be a thing. But I like the fact that they quite easily tore him to shreds. Like Spider Man were like his formidable foes, 
He decided to take up one that was just a little bit more powerful and was able to, you know, bite his head off. Which I haven't seen Mars Morales do yet. Yet. I, yet. I love that threat there as well that they tried to like plant um, partway, part, you know, three quarters of the way through, kind of suggesting that Spider Man has to kill Harry. And um mm. to, to save the world. And it's that tro- it's a classic trolley problem, isn't it? They're like posing in the trolley problem of like, if you have to kill somebody it, to save the whole world, you know, fine, you do that. But then that person has to be your best friend. So then what? And I thought to myself, oh my god, they're gonna make Miles do it. And then Peter's actually gonna hate Miles. That's what I thought was actually going to happen. Is that Interesting. Peter wasn't going to do it, and then Miles was going to be like, "I'll do it because I know you can," um, or he wasn't going to say anything, do it, and we would know it was because he knew that Peter wouldn't be able to, but Peter would never be able to forgive him. A bit like how it has kind of panned out with Harry's dad. Like he's really pissed mm. at them because he doesn't know the full story and what it meant behind them and how they've actually saved them and who they actually are, um, but also not but i i did think that they were going to plan i thought they were foreshadowing this idea that they are going to have to kill him and because it's it's peter's big thing of you know we don't kill and because it was harry i thought they were going to make miles do it that's what i thought they were really setting it up for of like oh he's turned his back oh now he hasn't turned his back it was just venom oh yeah. no now he's going to do the unforgivable i'm almost gonna... certain sorry go on. oh i was going to say he's going to do what leaded to his family to Peter. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. See, we're writing a better game now, guys. This is what we're doing. <laughs> I was here. Gonna say, and if that would have <laughs> happened, that'd have been a ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Because then a um, third game could be all about that. <laughs> uh, a, a Peter V. Miles third game would be so sick. Yeah. Anyway. Um I'm almost certain that as Spider Man I might have killed at least 120 people in this game. Yeah. Well, like, in them off of buildings. <laughs> yeah. I know that they get caught somehow with some invisible web that appears out of nowhere but yeah at least i'll break some necks big time for sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's like there's no way the spider-man hasn't killed at least 200 people in this game or broken oh, some yeah. backs. <laughs> <laughs> i always love the ones in the arkham game where batman literally beats the shit out of someone for like 80 punches yeah. and they're like oh he's just knocked out i was like are you joking i've just minced his face into a wall <laughs> yeah yeah he can't eat see speak or hear but He's alive. <laughs> He's so... technically alive. <laughs> the Batman did his duty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Spider-Man's becoming the same. Indeed. Uh, Josh, what did you make of Craven? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was his characterization and his acting was so um, imposing. I just thought it, he he really felt like a like an actual threat throughout it, um, and I was obsessed with the his theme tune. Whenever it, whenever a Craven thing would go on, yeah, like, it's a trumpet where it's like, Bleh. yeah, yeah, I was like, that is so cool. That it made it made him just look so much more menacing. Um, and yeah, and I think Miles brought it up about him killing Scorpion, like the pretty much the first time you properly see him, and it's like, okay, this guy's not here to play. Like <laughs> when people when people die, like they're dead. Like this isn't, they're not going to come back. Um, mm. So yeah, I think it was they they took him in a bold direction. They use a lot of um Craven's last hunt as like uh a base of what this where the story could go. Um and then flipped it on its head a little bit because um in that storyline Craven does end up killing Peter. 
but he comes back as the symbiote suit uh, Spider-Man. But we had that kind of like pass off from Harry to give him the power, which kind of circumvented the story and then it kind of goes into its own. But yeah, I was I was thoroughly impressed with it. I'm glad that they I'm glad that Insomniac um made commitments in the story that meant something and wasn't just a bit of like a a fake out moment mm. where, you know, we're not gonna see some people in the third game now because of because of what Craven did. And I think that just speaks to how much of a uh, of a, a villain that he actually was in the game, despite kind of being the second villain in the end. My favorite bit was Tombstone, I think, um, in the whole Craven story. <laughs> just there, he's just, just, just innocently working on cars in a, in a theme park. Just, just, just having a nice time. And then he gets captured by a bunch of fucking hunters. And it's like, it's like leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, Tim says like, no man, I don't need this right now. I'm just helping cars in a fairgrounds. Leave me alone. Yeah, just leave me be. I'm good. That sequence of the whole furnace thing though is fucking sick. It is, yeah, for sure. Um, how did you feel about the fairground sequence? Because I've heard like people, some people loved it. Some people thought it was far too long. Where do we, where do we land on this particular sequence? I mean. I really liked it. I thought it was nice exposition. It was important for Harry's character so that you could see all three of them together and actually bonding. It's part of, I think, setting up that characterization that we like Harry in the first place. Um, I guess it, I did all the mini games, and I actually just had a bit of a laugh. I think if you go into those missions, just knowing that it's just there for exposition and context stuff, I think you enjoy it a lot more. Whereas mm. if you're looking for just more Spider-Man gameplay, you're going to be disappointed. But I I liked Harry's introduction with the symbiote there. Um, when Peter's like struggling and it looks like there's nothing he's going to be able to do and Miles isn't there. Um, it was cool to see Harry just turn up with this giant symbiote arms and be like, hey, I could do this thing now. And you're like, <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and you think automatically like, oh, it's going to be bad straight away. But it was interesting how they showed the symbiote was not. Like you can see why each of them saw the symbiote as like this good thing. Um, and bought into it and I think it was important I feel like if you took that section out of the game you lose you know your connection to why these characters like interact the way they do and how the story progresses so I think it's important for the rest of the game but on its own I could see why people don't necessarily have the best time with it mm. um, it is slow and it is basically a walking sim for like 20 minutes I think it irritated me more that I couldn't go back at any point and just ride the roller coaster oh, <laughs> 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 ride the goddamn roller coaster man yeah, I was like, I mean, obviously it would have been shut down for a while because Spider really fucked it up. But it just would have been nice just to go to Cisco to Coney Island, just chill out for a bit, you know? So much going yeah, on in Peter's life all the time. It's like, the, you know, the wonder of Spider-Man is that he is like the coolest superhero ever, but he's not allowed to have any kind of life. He's a miserable bastard. And, you know, just let him ride a roller coaster every now and then, you know? Suit and all. Yeah, Exactly. He doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to be Peter Parker in this moment. He can be Spidey as well. Have a wonderful time. Yeah. But then, you know, he does fly through the sky. Why does he need a roller coaster? No, I'm very true. myself. Rude it for myself. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it's an interesting sequence. I do find it. It is fun. Um, that It was a long list of things to do, I think. I was like, well, I, I've, I've, I've either walked past three or I've missed them because I'm at the roller coaster now and it's telling me that I can't do the roller coaster until I've done all the things. So where are all the things? I just lost them. 
So I think it maybe it was my fault. <laughs> I just didn't enjoy that bit because I just <laughs> kind of messed it up for myself by just trying to walk around a bit too much. But um uh Kat, what did you make of the fairground sequence? Yeah, I liked it. I don't know if like I appreciate that people were like, oh, it's a bit long. And I agree with that somewhat. But I think that's just because we were so excited to just get on with it. And I think, you know, a year from now we'll be like, Yeah, that was the right was the right pace it was just that we were too keen beans to take on about i really 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 loved the reveal of that being harry um and the extent of his powers i thought that was wonderful and i think that actually like warrants that long of a lead up because you're a bit like this is just a nothing game right now it's a bit of a nothing mission just gonna fuck around doing some fairground rides riding some roller coasters being like oh you know, getting a funny, funny hat. Um, yeah, so yeah, that was that, that that was fun getting to be in the spidey suit with the neon with glasses. The hat on. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I didn't really like the reveal. No, I thought that might have been a glitch, but I could no, be I wrong. think it was it's intentional. Different. Is it? <laughs> I think funny. so. Yeah, because I had it as well. And I, had was, it as I had well. the cowboy hat mm. with the glasses, and it just looked. That's why really I had it as well. Yeah. I just oh, thought, reminds me. It... Sorry, Josh, go on. I just thought because it looked so janky that maybe it wasn't supposed to happen. But I mean, if everyone's getting it, then I guess it's it's supposed to be. <laughs> that reminds me, I um I sent once uh once I finished the game, I knew Josh had, and uh, I sent him a uh, a glitch that I found, and um it was right at the very end of the game, so I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But I'll um I'll I'll send it to you now because it's it's very funny. I'm just curious if you had it as well. It's in the uh in the Slack. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't have that. Yeah, uh, just <laughs> that entire sequence. Miles had nobody whatsoever. <laughs> I did have a headless Spider-Man at one point in <laughs> the sequence in the building of Venom and Harry and his dad. Oh, really? Yeah, I had like a floating Spider-Man head when he got thrown across the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if anyone's listening, um, it's like at the very end of the game where they're at uh, Peter's house and um, MJ and Peter are like, "We're gonna, we're gonna chill for a bit, Miles. You got this, right?" And he's like, "Sure." Um, in my game, all I had was a floating naked Miles Morales head, um, <laughs> nobody at all. And when the game reloaded to go into like, "Hey, you've completed the game now. Run around and finish everything else off." Um, he was just a cube, just a white cube. Why well, he's ready to take over? He's cube man now. He's Cube Man now. Forget Spider Man. Cube yeah. Man. He doesn't need no stupid spider powers. He's now a big old cube. All I all I needed to do was change the suit and it was fine. But it was uh just very funny. It was very funny. <laughs> That's very amusing. <laughs> Especially for such a pivotal moment in the story as well. Oh yeah, I couldn't take it seriously whatsoever. I had to re- I had to rewatch it on YouTube afterwards. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't hear a thing they said. I need the closure. <laughs> yeah. I was too busy taking screenshots. I was like, just give me all the screenshots. But uh, yeah, were there any um, any kind of major bugs or interferences in your games? Uh, sounds like I got the best of it, to be honest, which isn't normally the case. Um, mm. I was pretty bug free. This is in a game about a bug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't get a single bug, from what I can remember. That's good. Yeah. No, you did, Miles, because I remember you saying. Did I? I was saying welcome because at first you didn't, and then a couple halfway through you were like, "Oh, look at my screen." And I think you had a couple of crashes. You had a couple of like stuck things, didn't you? 
I honestly can't remember. I'm trying to think. There was something oh. that was stuck and it wouldn't let you like move on and you were like, cool, I'll just fucking restart then. So we found Oh during, yeah. During the Miles and Spider-Man fight, Mar- Spider-Man got stuck in a tree and had to uh, Oh no. Yeah. He kept, yeah. He kept basically became a cat and attack. He he repeated the attack and I had to restart, but that was a bit I think in... one hard crash as well. Yeah, so. I, I think I had a hard crash and I had in the in the Miles and uh Peter fight scene there was a cut scene that was completely black for me and i actually thought at first oh is this the point like has it gone black because i don't know fucking mr negative was gonna fucking waltz right in and then the sound just kept happening and i had to watch it on youtube because when i went back in when i like cut out the game and went back in the cut scene like ended if that makes sense like it started where it ended so i was like fuck mm. i've completely missed like a really pinnacle moment so i actually missed like a really juicy Miles and Peter fight cutscene bit, and it was the yeah. end bit where like they're like reconciling. I completely missed it. Right, <laughs> that's frustrating. I think the only hard reset I had, I was going around looking for those um, Sandman statue things. Oh yeah, and um, I oh, couldn't yeah, open. That was it. I couldn't open one of them, and uh, yeah, I couldn't reload my checkpoint, so I had to just like jump out and do the. That was why I had as well. You like pick it up, and then it doesn't come up with the animation to do L two R two, so you can't smash it. Yeah, I had the animation, but I couldn't go any further than that. Oh, mine yeah. just like went into like this weird, like zoomed out camera mode where it was like I was still playing the game, but obviously it wouldn't zoom in to the statue for me to break it. And I think that was where I pointed out to you, Kat. So well remembered. Mm. Mm, yeah, there was there was the odd little thing here and there, but nothing, nothing major. There was uh, one of those spider bots that was on the building that I was sort of literally crawling over and it wouldn't let me collect it. <laughs> Um, that was frustrating, um, but yeah, that was a nice payoff at the end of those spider bots. That was a cool little, uh, cool little Easter egg. Yeah, that was really nice that they did that. Yeah, be interesting to see if that leads into anything. Multiverse Spider-Man three, let's go. Way more Spidey-Man. I mean, that'd be sweet, wouldn't it? That'd be sweet. Just, just get all of them in. But Brian Town needs us to write the next one apparently because we've got so many good ideas. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> what, what if it ties into Beyond the Spider Verse and it's just like the merging of the movie and the game at the same time? That'd be cool. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that, you know. That'd be dope. My God, apparently Wolverine takes place in the same universe as Spider Man. Yeah. Could you imagine if you, oh. Yeah, but you can't really have like <laughs> M rated Wolverine turning up in Spider Man game and just ripping people's heads off. <laughs> is Wolverine going to be M rated? Uh, I imagine it will be, given the look yeah, of the trailer. Yeah, I think trailer. it is. But Insomniac are such friendly, nice people. They are, until they get their hands on Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the... What was it? Like the 2011 Wolverine game? Whatever it was called. That was violent as hell, and it was so good. It was like really satisfying. I think mm. it was the Origins game. Yeah, I think you might be right. And it was actually movie, a good game. The movie was trash, but the game was amazing. Yeah, the game was sick. They should have just released the game and just cancelled the movie. Uh, what did you make of some of the side quests? I was talking like the Mysterio side quest and whatnot. Oh, You're not a fan. I thought that the Mysterio side quest, I think <laughs> I said this. I don't know if I said this on the pod. Um, but I thought the Mysterio side quests were going to be a rhythm game, mini game. I don't need more fighting. I've got four rounds of fucking boss. 
Like, oh, we've got the cult leaders, we've got the flame, we've got the craven, and we've got each boss being four rounds. I genuinely thought it was going to be like a little rhythm minigame because I've got loads of collectibles and I love the collectible stuff. Like, really like the backpacks in the first one. Like, this was the mm. spider bots. Like, big fan. Really thought this was going to be a rhythm game. As soon as, like, Pete, uh, as soon as Miles went into um, the DJ set, I was like, ah. Oh, this is going to be the thing you've got to do around the city. Like, you've got to get, like, and it's going to be timed. It's going to be, like, a gold, silver, bronze medal based on, like, how many, like, perfects you get. And I was like, oh, Mars will love this because um, it's right up a street. And then when I went into, like, the second one and it was just fighting, I was like, what? Such yeah. a disappointment. Anticlimactic. So, yeah, that was me. Uh, Josh, any side quests that stick, uh, come to mind? Oh, I mean, uh, I just want to say about all of them in general that I absolutely loved how they felt like they were were their own stories that weren't just kind of like picking up backpacks and then that's it. We actually had like a through line with all of them. Mm. Um, And obviously, I think the biggest one is um, the flame sideline where Mm. we kind of see where Yuri ends up being... um, and then the big reveal at the end that Cletus Cassidy is in the game and he's now got the Carnage symbiote. So what the hell is he going to do with that? That's going to kick off. Very exciting, yeah. Um, yeah, I like Yuri. She was very very different in this game than she was in the first one. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's fair to say. But uh, think, yeah, um, it was fun. It was a fun sequence. I think DLC might have bridged the gap for that. That I it just did. didn't play. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose it did. Yeah, the DLC for it. Yeah, I was about Hammerhead. Like yeah, effectively, like she has an. In- well, again, spoilers. If you guys want to know, <laughs> we're in spoiler town. Well, now, I, so I, okay, I know where she, I know where she ended up now. So yeah, effectively, like I think it's like a whole squad of hers gets wiped out. I think by Hammerhead or some other assassin. Um, and then she basically realizes that the police force can't do anything to catch them uh, because they're always restricted and they can't do what needs to be done. So she just slowly descends over this quest line into being like, no, violence is the answer and I'm going to get violent. <laughs> and then at the end of the quest line, she's effectively like Batman's been, uh, Batman, Spider-Man's been like pleading with her, like, don't go down this path. It's going to end badly, blah, blah, blah. And in the end, she just basically hangs up on him and says, I'm going to do what needs to be done. Um, and then we see her in this game, and she's now a force to be reckoned with. She's basically Scorpion, but in the Spider-Man universe. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, she was a cool character, for sure. Um, I mean, this game sets up so much, doesn't it? Like, it, it lays the groundwork for, like, whatever's going to be DLC, whatever's going to be Spidey 3. I mean, I have no idea which is which right now. So that's really interesting. Because one think, the uh, the sorry go on. I was gonna say I think the main villains that they've set up are all gonna be for three. I think like Carnage, Goblin, um, I think Chameleon. I, I don't know if Chameleon's ever actually like alluded to other than that small side quest, but I think Chameleon might be a factor in it too. Next one. Bring on Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> get them all in. Just that get Tom Hardy's Venom one. in. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. People don't like Venom 2. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I really I mean, loved it's it. A, it's a bad movie, but it is a funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> that is a red one. Oh. What do you mean? Chameleon's the, <laughs> you the first bad guy as well, isn't he? The first bad guy that, that Spider-Man faces. Ever. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh my God. I just, I love Carnage, so it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, There was that little uh, Murdoch and 
thing, the Daredevil thing. Oh, the little Easter egg to a Daredevil. Because yeah. uh, Murdoch and oh, whatever his friend's name is. Um, Foggy. Like Foggy. Yeah. yeah, Foggy. It's got like their plaque outside of their Hell's Kitchen office. Um, so It wasn't there at, at, at launch. It was put in recently. Yeah, they patched it out and then they patched it back in again. It was mm. weird. Mm. Um I think they were initially didn't want them in the universe, and they were like, "Now nah, fuck it, we'll put them in the universe." <laughs> yeah, well, Spider-Man might need a really good lawyer. You never know, or just you know, a blind guy who can beat the shit out of a lot of people. <laughs> why do you think, at the end of the game, when Oswald was all pissed at, her, at Peter, why do you think he didn't just reveal himself there? I it's have like, Harry, calm down. It's me. <laughs> Ch- chill we tried to help. So I have umbrage with this. First of all, uh, you have umbrage voice- with this. Yeah, because Peter's voice is A, so distinctive that whenever he shouts Ooh. Harry, I'm like, everyone would know that's you. Everybody <laughs> would recognise that. But also in that scene, Norman's literally like, what have you done? And I'm like, fucking tell him. You just saved his life. Yeah, like, I didn't really understand that him. either. I don't understand yeah. why he's so fucking pissed off at him. And I'm like, now you want to kill him. What? Yeah. You did like, the oh. thing. You were the one who gave him gave him venom first. So really, why are we not killing ourselves? Why are we not doing that, eh? Why, why are you setting out like hitmans on people who saved his life when you were the one who gave Venom for him he in the first place? He doesn't give his identity away just like Miles does to every single person <laughs> that he speaks to. Not even the identity thing. All, all, all Peter has to do is go, yeah, we got the suit off him because it was literally going to destroy the entire world. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't to explain it, it to him. Yeah, and so oh, he just goes, I'm sorry. I, 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 and I'm think... like, what? <laughs> I think it's beyond explaining. I don't know. There's just something about like, well, let me just sit down and talk to you about how the symbiote is going <laughs> to kill the universe. That. It just that's what needed a, to be done. Well, him. it's clearly worth it if he's now fucking getting octopusy involved. Octopusy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there was a Bond crossover coming. That's very identical guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that 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 last credit scene could have been Harry and Peter just sat down together, going, "This is the situation, Harry." Just chill, okay? Just chill. Your chill. Beans, please, Norm. We're all good. We got this. Yeah. We don't need an obvious Green Goblin reference, okay? Let's just sit down and relax. There's probably yeah, going to be enough villains in the next one. It did feel a bit shoehorned to get Goblin into the next one. And I was a bit like, that kind of could have been done a bit better. Um, but also, think... when you're Venom, Norman's literally spending the entire montage telling you to take the suit off. And I'm like, that's literally what they've just done. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really understand that either. It felt a bit strange they just needed to not have spider-man there and that way it wouldn't have been a problem because you just would have seen the wreckage of ha- what's happened to harry and then he could have just assumed that they've beaten the shit out of him and killed him or tried to mm. um but with them there it doesn't make sense because all they literally have to say is we've just saved him from the suit and this is what's happened like we couldn't have done anything else um i feel like having because that's what happens in the movies is that they're, they're just not there so he understandably goes down the rabbit hole of just grief and fr- anger I'm- until he is there in Spider-Man 2 and he knows that it's uh, Peter. Yeah, but he's too far gone at he's that point. St- he's he, already gone. And he still says, he still says, no, no, in the second film where um, Harry finds out that Spider-Man is Peter because he's in the... Or no, is that the end of the first one where he sees his face? Yeah, or... it's the end of the first one. Yeah. Well, he could have just explained himself then, just like in the game. No, it's too late. He's already Goblin then. Norm's not even Goblin yet. <laughs> No, but Harry, yeah. to Harry, <laughs> like, oh, by the way, your dad's Green Goblin. He was bad. <laughs> yeah. Your dad was bad man. I put him down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he killed himself, idiot. I literally yeah. wiped the blade out of his body. <laughs> yeah. He literally <laughs> hit himself with his own glider, the dunce. 
Poor, uh, poor Spider-Man. Never gets any credit for anything. I think they're going to double down, though. I want to I want to put it out early that it's not going to just be Green Goblin, but it's going to be Hobgoblin as well. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good shout. Harry is Hobgoblin. Norman is Green Goblin. Do you reckon they'll go through a redemption arc and then uh, Spider-Man and Goblin are going to team up to take down Carnage? Uh, I reckon it will take the death of Green Goblin for Hobgoblin to real kind of have a bit more normality to yeah. take down Carnage, potentially. Can see uh, it now. Who knows? I, f- I feel like Doc Ock is so far gone that he could be the big bad again as well. Yeah, I think they're, I think they're setting that up too. I think we're going to see Doc Ock, Goblin, exciting. Carnage. Just throw in all of them. Every villain ever. Just throw them all in. Yeah. I mean, they have an endless list of Spider-Man villains to choose from, haven't they? Yeah. You know, yeah. But God, we haven't even talked about Sandman. Oh. Well, that was a bit of an opening sequence, wasn't it? I think that was in some oh, yeah. in, in something like with their dicks like, check this shit out, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is what happens on <laughs> PS5. <laughs> this is the SSD. <laughs> it was on it was unreal. It was a brilliant opening sequence. Um, I oh. wasn't entirely sure where Samman came from. There was a little nod to Sam, wasn't there, in the first one? Like a very tiny thing. Um yeah. and then this one was like, what happened? He escaped. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, let's do this then. <laughs> Latest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, the whole sequence is fantastic. They had a difficult, uh, well, a difficult challenge to top the first, the first swing, opening moment from the first game, and I think they topped themselves, like, to the extreme. I don't know how they're going to do a, a next, the the first swing in the next game to so that will top this one because that was so cool. Just the interaction between Miles and Peter at the start was just felt so. So like uniquely Spider Man, and then when it kicks mm. off, oh, I, I was I was grinning ear to ear at that moment. I think Cat did as well. I think Miles did. I think we yeah. all we all we all had the exact same reaction of like goosebumps, shitting grin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was superb. It was just a a really wonderful way to open the game. I really wish they didn't put it in the last trailer. I was like, ah, uh, yeah. I did watch the last trailer, but I just sort of like I was scouring Twitter. And the trailer was just playing. And um, I was like, oh, damn it, I just saw Sam. That's really irritating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, 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 they could have held off, but never mind. Yeah. Their justification is probably, well, it's the first bit, so not really a spoiler. But, it, you know, that would have been so cool. So Yeah, but none of us knew he was in the game until that moment, did we? Yeah. yeah. They kept him very quiet. Uh, but there we go. They got, I guess they got to sell the game somehow, haven't they? Sell this five million selling game already, I think. Crazy. Something like that, anyway. It's big numbers either way. Um, yeah, those side, uh, going back to the side quest, there was that really lovely one with um, the pigeons. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was the one I was telling you about, Mars. It, it made me very sad. Yeah, that um, one was, the, the ending of the game with Harry and Peter didn't make me cry at all, but that did. Oh, that was, that, that was, that the, was the moment. Enough. <laughs> that was the moment. I was like, "Oh man, this is such a lovely mission." The uh, the music was playing; they were just flying around. It was just so nice. I knew what was going to happen the moment he was like, "Can you take my pigeons home?" I was like, "No, no, no, we're not doing oh, this yeah. today. I know what's coming. <laughs> I don't want this." <laughs> yeah, and the grandfather uh, sitting at the bench in the park. That was uh, nice. mission. That was lovely as well. Oh yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they really put the arse, totally hold the strings, these limbs on there, people. Not so much in Ratchet yeah. and Clank, but in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it was great. Um, what was the final trophy that you had to get for your Platinums, um, Kat? Uh, mine was the uh, go from one area of the city to the other area of the city without touching the floor. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I had to find a tutorial to do that. Yeah, yeah, it was on the hints. It's on the hints on PS5. You see the Yes, route. it is. Yeah, <clears throat> they need to be used more. They're really helpful. Yeah. They're, really, yeah, they're really helpful, those things. Yeah. Uh, Miles? Uh, I had to grind some tech parts to get the final upgrades for the um, gadgets. Uh, that was my final one. Josh? Um, mine was finding the cube. From winning the science. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. On the, on the church. Yeah. 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 That, that was a nice, nice moment as well. Cool. Mine was um use the symbiote surge twenty five times or something. Um, what? Turns out that's, I hadn't used so good. Turns out I haven't used. I didn't use it that often in the game at all. Oh man. Um, I got so really, good. I got really kind of like used to using the um the additional you know spider arms. And I was mm. I, I was having such a good time with those that I didn't really use the Venom stuff until I was up against Venom and up against the symbiotes. <laughs> Who needs Which... Venom when you got mechanical arms, eh? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of um, um, web up, um, hundred or twenty five people with, with with a web line something like that as well. Uh, so I did that on the hunter, uh, the hunter ones. So um, so yeah, there was a bit of grinding at the end for those, but. It was all worth it. It was so, so much fun. I <laughs> just didn't mind at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, well, is there anything else people want to jump in with before we go? No, uh, Miles, what, what moment do you think was the moment that I like creamed my pants oh, when God. you heard me? <laughs> was it I'm actually, I'm actually not sure. Like, there's, there was a couple. Um, I thought it might have been the carnage one, but I didn't know if you were at that point because I think you're at the end of the story. Um, mm. But oh, I'm not actually sure which one it was. Uh, no, I don't actually know which one was it. It was. Uh, it was the anti venom suit. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was so fucking sick. That great moment is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the surge on it when you then just bash everybody in with like two hits. Like Roscoe, you made the game like harder for yourself, man. The surge actually kills everything in like two seconds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I got it in the end, but (laughs) I was having so much fun with the spider arms. I didn't, I didn't even bother. I think it was. um... Oh, sorry. No, go on. I was going to say, I think that was one of the things I liked about the gameplay in this one is it kind of reached a point where you have so many tools and abilities. <laughs> all I was doing was just cycling through them. Like I'd ping off all yeah. of my abilities, including the surge. <laughs> then I just used the tools that grabbed them all together, but also grabbed every environmental object to just hit everybody down anyway. And then by the time I'd done that, I could then use my abilities again. So I felt like massively OP. And a part of me wonders if it might be worth like doing a playthrough on the hardest difficulty to see if, like, if you have to be a bit more strategic. Um, but I love the depth of how many options you have, like the number of abilities or the gadgets you can use, like everything felt useful. Um, yeah. the only thing is the new web line, it just made stealth a fucking joke. Like I just walked into areas and just slung everybody up on the same line. And I was like, this is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of the hunter, um, camps were like that. 
we're just yeah just bringing everybody up but I mean, it's just so satisfying though isn't it it is <laughs> like when you sort of had when you when you when you unlocked the fact that you could do two together and you saw like the green circles around their feet you're like oh fuck yeah let's go Ooh. and ah oh, such such great moments yeah they were so good what was your favorite suits Ooh. i know me and josh have talked about we stick to the the canon ones at least in the story beats yeah eyes. You'd some of them look really. Me. Some of them look really stupid in the cutscenes. Yeah, you'd have both hated me. <laughs> oh God! Go on. I, I had Miles as um. Oh, is it his Crimson Spider Man at one point? Uh, and I had the one where he has the cat in a cutscene, like a really pivotal cutscene. He's just got the cat <laughs> in the background hanging upside down from his bag, <laughs> which was dope. Um, and I liked the. It's like the Arachnite one for Peter, where it's got like the cape on, so you kind of look a little bit like Batman. But I'd have like the white and black one. Um, the only time I stuck definitely to the suit was when Peter had the symbiote because it just felt mm-hmm. weird changing out of that when he's acting all emo. So I was a bit like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I tried loads of different suits. Basically, if I unlocked a new one that I like the look of, I'd have it on until I got the next one that I like. Um, and yeah, even for the story and cutscenes. So I had some wild looking Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Once I beat the game, I um, I went out in um, the Spider Verse suit for Miles Morales and Spider Man. Oh, Oh, and, the Noir uh, one's so good. Yeah, yeah the Noir one's cool. Because they both have that, of course, they both have that Spider-Verse movement. Mm. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Um, Kat, what was your suit? I know we've talked about this there's briefly. A, but... There's yeah. a really sexy suit that Miles had. Um, and it's like, I don't, know what, well, I don't know what it's called, but essentially it looks a bit like heat activated. So like his hands... It's kind of like it's like it's like shattered glass, and then his hands are a completely like ready black. Um, oh, and yeah, then I think the I suit is black, and that was like really sexy looking. So mm. that was that was my favorite suit. Um, I liked the noir one, and I did did fuck around in the Spider Verse one for a little bit. Other than that, I'm a I'm a cannon girl. <laughs> yeah, I wanted a spider pig. <laughs> <laughs> like, where's my spider pig one? Come on. It wouldn't have worked, man. It's too unrealistic. Okay? Stick with the have... stick with the one with the with the with the crown or some shit. Okay. Do that yeah, one. Give me the one where I've got a cape and a cat hanging upside down <laughs> out of a bag that doesn't fall out somehow. Far more realistic. Thank you very much. Yeah, Josh. I guess you were you, you were kind of uh, until Yeah, but I've got to admit, I think Andrew Garfield's spider suit might just be the best suit oh. out of any Spider Man. Depiction. One or two. Uh, the second one. Oh yeah, for sure. I do well, quite like the electro. Yeah, I think I th- that suit is just so perfect. Um, but outside of that, I did just like having um, either like the advanced suit or the classic suit in red and black for Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I quite liked. Um, there's like. I, th- I quite liked Miles's 2099 suit, I think it is called, uh, where it's like a little bit futuristic, but not like unbelievable, just like a bit more tech. Um, yeah, it's like the Miles Morales 2099 suit. I really enjoyed that one. And oh, I can't believe they did it, but I'm so glad that they did. Basically made um, a Black Panther spider suit as well. Yeah, I was going to mention that one. That That was really nice. Yeah, I mean, it looks awesome, and it's such a nice little tribute as well because it just looks incredible, uh, whilst also being like a Spidey suit as well at the same time. You know, if you go to the Wakanda Embassy as Miles, he does the salute, the the, the Wakanda he? salute. Yeah, oh, really? But you can't do it as Peter Parker. 
that's I mean, yeah, I get it, but it, that's that's cool that they've just it, you know, that's outside of just contractual obligations to Marvel. That's just like, you know, a shout out to Chad. Good guy thing yeah. to do. Yeah, you just go yeah. there, press triangle, and he does a salute. There's nothing more than that, but it's it's fun. It it's a nice touch, though. Yeah. Did you ever do yoga with Spider Man? Yoga. Yoga. Yeah. Is it in what? Central Park or is it somewhere in? There's a sequence where there's yoga going on, and this woman goes, "Hey, Spider Man, want to do some yoga?" And you can literally join in. Oh, my God, what? oh no! I never did that. <laughs> no, I had no idea that awesome, was a thing. Though. Yeah, well, there's something to do now. <laughs> Jump back in and do some yoga with Spider Man. I'm going to re-download and go do some yoga and then delete it again. Sounds like a plan. I also love the Mysterio suit just because Mysterio is cool. Oh, it's awful, Miles. It's I know such it is, a bad but it's suit. cool. <laughs> like of the, suit it's that, shit. the suit that Harry gives Peter at the end of the game was like, that's shit as well. Oh, yeah, you look like a bad <laughs> astronaut. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's when we've done this really pivotal, like emotional suit, and you put it on. I was like, "That's fucking horrid." <laughs> yeah, that's terrible, guys. Come on, come on. Maybe miss that Fantastic Four suit with the bag on his head in the first game. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I do wish they didn't do so many movie costumes and kind of veered off into like the comic stuff. And... Yeah, they had to do, didn't they? Because otherwise, people would have kicked off that the favorite movie suit yeah. was in the game. Yeah, that's true. Because if you remember when like Spider-Man 1 came out, all and something I had to deal with on Twitter was where's Peter, where's Tobey Maguire's suit? Where's Tobey Maguire's suit? Where's Tobey Maguire's suit? Where's Andrew Garfield's suit? Where's Andrew Garfield's suit? Where's the Infinity War suit? And like, I can't imagine how annoying that must have been. And no, it was yeah. cool that they ended up getting like the majority of them in the game, but now here, they've just got them all from the start. I think yeah. that's uh, that's pretty cool. And there's no like extra spaces either. So there's like there's no more fucking suits. These are the ones you're getting. Shut up and leave us alone. You know? <laughs> yeah, we've done as many as we can. Leave us alone. Indeed. Indeed. Ah, oh, what a game. What a game. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that does bring a uh, solemn end to our Spider-Man 2 spider special. I'm sure there's things we've missed. If there is, I'm sure we'll bring them up one day on the old pod. Um, or we'll reconvene and do another hour and a half on Spider-Man 2. Probably not, though, but we'll see. Um, thank you all very much, Steve, for listening. And of course. Following the Finger Guns podcast, if you do like what we do, want to follow our Patreon for one dollar a month, you can keep this podcast live on its various podcasting services and keep the website nice and shiny. And if you are on Spotify or Apple, please do leave us a review. It really does help the site out and the podcast out for uh, reachability and, uh, you know, make sure we're up in those search engines because, hey, we're a good podcast and we want to share it with people. Um, so thank you very much Steve for listening don't forget if you want to follow us you can follow us absolutely everywhere I've done this completely backwards but never mind if you want to follow us absolutely everywhere you can just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places if you want to follow us on Twitter at F-N-G-R-G-N-S you can follow us all individually with the handles in the description below except for Mars of course he's smart I'm not on Twitter and I've already said the rest so there we are ladies and gentlemen thank you very much indeed for listening it is goodbye from the black cat Cat. bye <laughs> it's goodbye from everyone's favorite superhero, Mars Morales. Farewell. And the one, the only. Mm-hmm. Harry, let's go, Harry. Harry Osborne, Josh Thompson. <laughs> Godspeed, Spider Man. We'll see you next time on the main pod where, oh my word, have we got things to talk about? Whether or not you know what I'm talking about. It sounds 
suspiciously like Grand Theft Auto 6. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Whip, whip. Yeah, you don't ever need to go. I can feel it right away.